Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here to talk to you about the All-Star NBA game that's being played on Sunday, February 20th. It is going to be an interesting game, Team LeBron versus Team Durant. Uh, obviously, KD is out, but we're going to break this down as quickly as we can to give you a good feel, get you through this, enjoy your weekend, enjoy uh, the Saturday night festivities. If you're catching this prior to that, that should be a lot of fun with the three-point and dunk and skills. And then obviously the Sunday uh, All-Star game, which is always a good time. A couple of things real quickly here. Uh, DFS Coach Talk, we'd love to have you join us. Go to dfscoachtalk.com. We have a special going right now, the Lucas Special for $77. You're with us all-encompassing everything that we have to offer through April 1st. So we'd love to have you jump on that with us. And if you have any questions, you can check us out on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. I am at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. All right, let's talk about this All-Star game. I'm, I'm excited for it. I know some people think it's a, a you know a big mess. It's just no defense and, and this and that. But I'll tell you, the last few years, they've done a great job really reinstituting a new system. Uh, it's, it's called the um, Elam ending, and it's set up where after three quarters, they take the score. Uh, they add 24 points to that in honor of Kobe Bryant. They started this a couple of years ago after we lost Kobe. And then whoever gets to that number, uh, whatever they're totally at, or whatever the top team has plus 24, then they're the winner. There's no running clock or anything like that. So it created some, some good finishes. Uh, two years ago, it was it's phenomenal right down to the last position uh, possession. Uh, last year, Team LeBron dominated a little bit, so it wasn't quite uh, as tight. A uh, couple of things this year, uh, just observations early. Uh, first of all, they've got some really good contests uh, to enter on DraftKings and FanDuel, but I wouldn't recommend just diving all over this. Dip the toes in, have a little fun, but certainly not worth loading up on. There's just too much variance, too much unknown here. You know, if somebody has a, a sore back or something, they're not going to say anything to anybody. They'll just play fewer minutes. And there's so many different things that can go sideways here. So uh, be smart with it. I'm recommending, uh, you know, our members just play it light, have fun with it. Uh, we do have a contest though. So for our members that are listening, uh, all uh, we're having a contest for the Saturday night. Uh, if you could pick the three winners of the skills three-point and dunk contest, you win some awesome Coach Talk merch. And then uh, obviously Sunday, everybody's getting fired up to build some lineups there. So uh, one thing I'll say off the bat too here, I think Team LeBron has just a much better team than Team Durant. First of all, KD can't play. So that's a big disadvantage for that team right off the bat. But then his drafting left a little bit to be desired in my opinion. Uh, I think LeBron has a much stronger team. He actually has five of the most six expensive guys on DraftKings. So that DraftKings. So that'll tell you right away that uh, you know it's no joke that he has a much stronger team. The the most expensive player is Giannis at fourteen seven. These are DraftKings prices. Curry at fourteen four 
also LeBron's team. Obviously, LeBron, 14-1. And then you have the only guy in the top six, or I'm sorry, yes, top six from KD side. That's Joel Embiid at 13-8. And then the other two LeBron guys that are five of the top six are Luka at 13-5 and the Joker at 12-9. So is this game going to be lopsided? You know, that's a good question. I know they're going to want to, you know, try to keep it closer for the fans to get them more involved. Nobody wants to see an all-star game blowout. Uh, so somebody's going to have to step up for KD's team to try to keep that close. Just another intangible that makes it a little bit tougher to really settle in on uh, a, you know, a lineup that you're comfortable with. All right, uh, let's take a look at some targets here uh, right off the bat. First of all, you know, there's narratives at play here. Obviously, LeBron back in Cleveland, that's his home stomping grounds, basically owns that stadium and those fans there, uh, regardless if, uh, you know, if he's in L.A. or not, uh, those are still the fans that he brought a championship to, and uh, certainly they'll always be in his corner. So that's a narrative you could follow. You know, how much is LeBron going to go after a possible MVP here? You know, that's that's a question. He uh, didn't play that much or as hard last year. Two years ago, he sort of went for it. Uh, you know, the question is, what type of effort is he going to put forward there? Uh, a couple other small things. You know, Wiggins uh, was going to be drafted number one by Cleveland. Uh, LeBron basically, you know, uh, pushed the hand to trade for Kevin Love and not take that selection. I know that was a long time ago. But there's no doubt Wiggins, you know, number one, he's taken heat for being on the starting team. And secondly, just that small narrative could help him uh, at a cheap price to, you know, to go after it. Uh, a couple of guys that we know that just seem to always play hard in this, uh, one being Giannis. Giannis doesn't seem to be able to ratchet it down. I mean, he's, uh, he's a guy that is always in the mix for MVP. Uh, and plays like that. So he's a guy that we really have to look at. And then the other guy, Joel Embiid, um, you know, he's pricey, but he's going to have to somewhat carry this team, I think, for KD, uh, which makes him a really, really strong play. So you know, that's another uh, spot that you can go to. Um, if, you know, if you've paid attention in the last few weeks, Luka Doncic has been absolutely out of his mind hot. Um you know, maybe this is a time for Luca to step up. He really hasn't, uh, you know, gone over the top, played big minutes, or really went for it uh, the last couple of times he's been on the All Star team. Uh, you know, it may be a coincidence, but when he really uh, started going completely nuts here, scoring like 50 a game, uh, literally the last week or two, it was after he wasn't voted as a starter. So maybe that gave him a little bit of push. Maybe he wants to make sure that uh, people remember him when they're voting next year. So little check mark, you know, for uh, for him. The Joker's hard to tell, man. He's, you know, I don't know. To me, he seems like the kind of guy that in an all-star game setting isn't really going to ratchet it all the way up. I think he will just play a little bit uh, more comfortable. I think that's just his nature. I think he has to really have it on the line. Uh, to step it up, and he's the reigning MVP. I don't, you know, of the league. So I don't think uh, the excitement of him um, 
trying to get an all-star MVP would really be there. So I'm, I'm going to look to fade him. You know, the other guy, there, there's two other guys that I'll mention here that are possible guys. Well, I'm going to go with three. These three guys, I think, could go for an MVP uh, type of performance here. One being Trey Young, who we know can hit shots from everywhere. So if he's hot, they're going to feed him. You know, maybe the coming out party for him in an all-star game where he hasn't really blown it up yet. So that's one guy. The second guy, I think, really from a standpoint of all of his peers in this game respecting him is DeMar DeRozan. That guy is playing, and I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, it's the best he's played in his career. And that's amazing for a guy that's been in the league that long. He is starting in this game. I think he's going to get a lot of respect from his peers. Again, is he going to push for an MVP? He's more of a laid-back guy that is going to go for it when a lot more is on the line. But if they're going to feed him, and you know, he could be nostalgically the guy to look at here uh, with with what he's been doing. He broke a record that was held by Wilt Chamberlain. I'm talking Michael didn't do this, LeBron, nobody. He has scored over 35 points in six or seven consecutive games to break Chamberlain's record and shot over 50% in all of those games. I mean, for a, a guard slash small forward, whatever, to do that, is just unheard of. I mean, I've I've never seen it in my lifetime. I don't quite remember the end of Wilt's career. I do do remember uh, seeing him play a few games, but not when he was dominant at the very end. But uh, very impressive for DeMar. And I think uh, I'm going to be rostering him. I know it's it's a risk because, you know, the question is, you know, how much and how hard does he play? Uh, but I mean, it makes sense. The, you know, the pieces fit. Uh, the other guy who I think is going to be pretty chalky is, is Ja Morant. He's 12-3. Uh, but here's the thing. It's sort of been like a Ja Morant, you know, you're one of the best players in the league coming out party here, uh, dominating in his role offensively for Memphis. He's got them to uh, first in their division uh, and just playing phenomenal basketball. And this suits him. I mean, he's the kind of guy with explosive, crazy dunks and alley-oops, and he's shooting the ball a lot better. So Jaw's going to make a lot of my lineups. I think that he's uh, a guy that you really have to consider here at a you know expensive but not too bad of a price. So um, those, are, those will give you a few ideas. Curry, you know, I don't know how hard of a role he's going to play here, how much. He's very expensive, so probably not going to go there. Uh, You know, other guys I can mention, you know, Tatum, uh, again, very explosive, but not sure how big of a role he's going to play throughout. I think another guy that's going to get a lot of attention is LaMelo Ball. Uh, This, again, sort of like Morant, an all-star game, is he's just made for that, I think is, you know, his dad, Lamar, raised those guys to, you know, all-star games or, or what they do. If you've, if you've seen any of uh, LaMelo's highlights from when he was overseas playing, it pretty much was that. Alley-oops to himself, off the bank board, all that stuff. So he's a danger, too, at a, at a nice uh, price of 9-6 uh, that you could look at in here. Um, just in past, a couple other comments in past 
uh, all-star games. It seems like Middleton takes it pretty seriously. He's played pretty hard and, and had some good numbers. You know, then you've got just a lot of question marks. How are the two Cleveland guys going to do? That's that's the next big question here. They're the home team. Certainly, they're going to get a few extra minutes because of that. But Darius Garland and uh, Jared Allen, this is their first All-Star game. And, you know, how, are they going to be a deer in the headlights a little bit? Are they going to get the big minutes? Will they finish? You know, that's a big question uh, that I'm not sure they're going to do. Now, yes, they, they try to, you know, really take care of the home crowd in these games. But I don't see Garland and Allen as good and as tempting as they are and as cheap as they are. Garland's 5'7". Allen's 4-5. He's the cheapest guy in the whole deal. So, you know, that's the question. Are, are either one of them worth it? Certainly you can take a shot with one of them to help balance out your salary. But I'm not going to overreact to the fact that it's in Cleveland. Uh, I still don't think those guys would be in a dominant position with it being their first all-star game. I think they'll play more of a role. All right, let's look at the starting lineups here just uh, real quickly to remind everybody because obviously starters are going to get more ownership. They have more potential for minutes and, and finishing the game. Uh, that's not guaranteed, but it's it's very possible. So you've got LeBron, Giannis, uh, the Joker, DeRozan, and Curry. That's the LeBron starting five. So outstanding there. We talked a, a bit about all of those guys. And then for Team Durant, it's Wiggins, uh, Morant, Trey Young, uh, Joel Embiid, and Jason Tatum. That's the, the core group uh, right there. So that, that'll give you an idea, hopefully a, a few uh, things to, to look at um, and, you know, uh, really try to determine how you want to build uh, a lineup here. Um, for me, again, I think... Embiid's a great play. I think uh, Ja Morant, you got to consider uh, his situation. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, I think, is, is really a sharp uh, look at it, too. And then, you know, if LeBron's going to step up in Cleveland, try to win uh, a fourth MVP in the All-Star game, I believe uh, he's got three or four of them already. Um, it's possible. I mean, there are some narratives here that you can play to. Um, I do sort of like Luca here and jaw some of the, the new, uh, step forward for some of these guys, you know, the, the passing of the torch, if you will, from the LeBron's and Durant's, even though he's not playing, uh, to some of these up and coming superstars like John Luca, I think are, are great plays. So again, you know, play light, play smart. It's uh, not certainly something to load up on because of all the variables here. Uh, but definitely excited for this second half of the season. It's really only about 70, 68, 70% of the season's already gone. So you've got 30, 32% of the games left, but still it should be a great run up until the playoffs. There's some good, uh, you know, battles going on. Uh, we'll be here full steam Thursday, uh, great slates, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all next weekend. We do a podcast in front of the paywall seven days a week, so definitely check us out here. Uh, we also have a weekly golf podcast, and then hopefully Major League Baseball coming up here right around the corner if they can get uh, things settled up there. 
We'd love to have you at DFSCoachTalk.com. We have some great things going on there. Uh, we're having uh, a Coach Talk get-together uh, in July for the NBA Summer League in Vegas, uh, July 8th, 9th, and 10th. You can check out all of that information in our Discord. And uh, we've got a lot of great things going on the second half here in the NBA. So uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, it's it's weird not crunching you know, all these games and putting lineups together, but it's a good refresher there. Uh, we're going to sweat some golf this weekend. Enjoy this Saturday night uh, all-star festivities and then the game on Sunday. And then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we'll be with you with a couple of uh, podcasts. We're going to put one on again for our bankroll management and contest selection strategy uh, that we talk about often here at Coach Talk. So we're going to have that uh, posted. And then we'll be preparing, just grinding in, getting all the numbers together, getting everything ready for a tremendous final uh, NBA run here. So check us out. Give us a chance. We'd love to have you as part of our family. Uh, we'll be back again uh, some more this week for some special podcasts. And then thir Thursday for sure for our regular NBA breakdown. Thanks so much for taking the time. Enjoy the All-Star game. And we'll be back again next time to crush it in NBA DFS.